0: This is season four of Sadie's Divorced and Happy Podcast, where I talk about life after divorce with a playful perspective. Are you ready to turn the D in divorce into daring discoveries, decadent delights, and delectable desires? Then don't delay. Join me for today's episode. It's time to indulge in your delicious new life after divorce. I am so happy to be with you today. It is the holidays. We are in the thick of all the fa-la-la-la-la. And I am curious to know, where are you at with your holiday shopping? Do you have all of it done? If you have all of it done, you should come over and help me because I haven't even started. I haven't even started. I know. Last-minute shopping will be my theme this year. That's okay. Speaking of themes, so today is the final episode of Season 4. I know, can you believe it? We've had so much fun together, and it's gone so fast. I'm going to make today's episode a little extra with this jolly theme. It's one of my favorite topics to talk about, and here's a clue. It's the gift that keeps on giving and knowing. I am not talking about vibrators, although they are a close second and very necessary during the holiday season that is so stressful. What I'm talking about today is the gift of divorce, the gift of life after divorce, and all that we receive in this new chapter. And I'm joined today by a gifted life coach. She's someone I've admired for a long time now, Megan Norris. Megan's also an attorney. And she is a master at helping high EQ women become the CEO of their divorce and create a life so good it doesn't even make sense. She and I, well, we're going to give you several gifts today throughout the episode. And a certain special microphone might even have a little holiday note just for you as well. I know we're going to end strong. We're going to have some delicious fun. So let's start this dazzling December and final episode of season four with two spicy facts. Two spicy facts. Megan, thank you so much for being part of the last episode of season four. I'm just thrilled to have you here. You can tell by my energy. I'm just so excited. Hello. Thank you for having me. I am just as excited. We're going to chat more about your coaching and of course, talk about the gifts of divorce because there are so many. But first of all, what are your two spicy facts? I am so curious.
1: Yes. So, you know, I love Taylor Swift. Oh, beyond. She's my, right, beyond. Listener, if you start following Megan and you're going to see the love, the crush, it's real. The crush. But when I'm working out, I prefer to listen to the dirtiest, most x-rated <laughs> rap and hip hop music that I can find. I don't care what the words are. I don't need to know them. I don't need to know the artist. I just want it like blasting in my ears. So that's one.
0: Oh, that's fun. And I, f- I felt that's- that. I'm like, I want some of that music. I need that boost. Yeah. I bet the lister. You might have to leave your playlist for us to put in the show notes some of your favorite songs there, Megan. Okay. I, I can do that. What
1: else? Uh, and then the the other one is I have an obsession with romance novels. I re- I will read almost anything, but I just recently finished the Akitar series by
0: Sarah G. Moss. I remember you commenting when I posted about that author on stories, and you're like, ooh, I've read this series and that series. I think I better put that on yes. my wish list for Christmas. I highly recommend. I'm just starting her. I don't know
1: if it's the iron flame or some series that she is. I'm just starting it. So we'll see the essence. Oh, she's like f- fantasy romance and and I'm not a big fantasy sci-fi type fan. So if you're not, don't shy away from it just because of that, because she will pull you into the world and and sell you on it, hook, line and sinker. And by the end, you're like, sure, fairies. (laughs) Where are the fairies?
0: (laughs) I love it. I love it. Well, your tagline is, you know, divorce, life after divorce is so good. It doesn't make sense. And I want to hear a little bit before we talk about the gifts of divorce, because those two things to me go very much hand in hand. How did that tagline come up for you? I mean, that's, mm. it's such a powerful tagline. I love it. And it's so true. So specifically about
1: three months after my divorce was final, I was in um, the doctor's office and he was looking at my blood work and he, and he was puzzled. And he was like, what, this, this, what happened here? What happened here? Because when you were here six months ago, things were not good. And now I'm looking at this and- this this is good so i kind of told him what i had done in a relatively short period of time and he looked up at me and he was like but that doesn't make sense that was the birth of it I thought, well let me tell you things that are so good they don't make sense to our, our logical rational survival based brain are possible through this process and that was it the rest is history
0: I'm intrigued. We're going to talk today again about the gift of divorce, and I'd love for you to sprinkle more of that in while we're chatting. But I first have to ask, do you remember any favorite gifts that you've been given throughout your life over the holiday season? Yes. Like when what? I was
1: little, all I wanted was a chalkboard so I could play teacher. <laughs> <I'm curious. laughs> that, I was so thrilled to have this giant standing chalkboard. That I could that with real chalk and a a real eraser, I was just living my best life. I love that.
0: One of my favorite gifts from last year, if you're leaning in, if you if you watch my social media listener and Megan, I know you might know what I mean when I talk about a baguette. So my sister in law. I use that metaphor a lot. A lot, a lot. I just had an episode about the whole baguette. But last Christmas, you know what she gave me, Megan? What? A baguette candle. And it was like my favorite <laughs> gift. And I just kept smelling that candle. You know, fresh bread, it can it can do a lot for a divorced lady. I'm just saying. Yeah. Fresh hot <laughs> bread right out of the oven. <laughs> it's the best. Oh, and another great gift moment, because I don't think gifts are just material things. And I know you agree to that. But one great gift moment I had during COVID, the COVID Christmas is my kids and my dad and I, because we didn't go anywhere, but we lit all these candles in my dining room and we sang Christmas carols in the dark to the candlelight. It was magic.
1: I love that. Yeah, I know. I love that. If we're talking about experiences, my first Christmas last year, divorced, uh, the weather prevented us from traveling home to where my parents are. And so it was just me and my three kids. And I had ordered, I had just moved, so I had ordered like a pre-cooked Christmas dinner type situation. Smart. And some, we <laughs> had some familiar. firewood, right? Yeah, pro tip. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just the four of us and we had kind of the mood lighting and it was so peaceful and so quiet. I could not have scripted it better. It was ooh, one of my favorite all-time moments so far.
0: When people hear this, title of the episode that might, you know, gifts and then divorce don't always go hand in hand. But today, and in my opinion, they always do. But I would love to hear from you. What has been what have been some of the gifts from your divorce? Because you're more newly divorced than I am. How how long have you been divorced, by the way? I yeah, don't. It's over five years now. OK, so
1: so far, two of my favorite are one, my connection with myself I'm sure your listeners can relate to this, but it was almost, it almost felt like I was living behind a glass wall, like in my connection to myself during my marriage. And when we got divorced, I all of a sudden got to reconnect with that person and what she wanted. And sort of the, the fallout of that was my clarity around what I wanted. Oh, I have so much information, so much data now about what i don't want but what do i want and that was just sort of opening the floodgates i feel like it had been building up behind that glass wall for a long time and now that wall is down and i'm just getting to play with all of these possibilities you know so good
0: because i love this type of conversation the positivity the possibility the hopefulness you know when you give a gift the intention is it for to better someone's life or to give someone a boost or to add a layer that will be helpful and useful. And so I also asked my Instagram community the same question about the gifts after divorce and what you just shared about reconnecting with self or feeling more like yourself was definitely a theme. Another theme was the gift of freedom. Can you relate? Yes.
1: You didn't even realize how suffocated or like trapped you were making yourself just trying to like fit into this box until the box is suddenly gone and then you realize oh i can do whatever i want and i keep (laughs) discovering new layers of this
0: right i'll have a friend be like yes you are
1: divorced you can do whatever
0: you want so what is one thing you've done since your divorce to celebrate your freedom well
1: i moved my ex moved about two hours away during our divorce And that gave me the freedom to move about two and a half hours from where we used to live. He's the same distance away, but I got to move to a bigger city with better schools for my kids and better amenities and more things to do. And it took me like a minute to realize that I could just do that. I could decide by myself and I don't need anybody else's buy-in. How I spend my money. I had to replace a car. What car do I buy? whatever one I want. Like it just, it's magic.
0: So another theme when I asked my followers this question on Instagram was peace. Oh, so many people said peace. How do you make your holiday more peaceful after divorce, Megan?
1: Uh, I always say first, you got to allow yourself to have whatever experience you're going to have. So if you're really sad, then you just let yourself be really sad. If you're feeling excited and happy, then you let yourself feel really excited and happy. No guilt, no judgment, no shame. That's always the first step to peace. And then really focusing on how you want it to feel and how you accomplish that with your schedule, how it looks, what do you want to say yes to, what do you not want to say yes to, and just taking all the rules off, off the table. You don't have to say yes to anything you don't want to. It can be really quiet. You can be really busy, whatever you want to do.
0: I'm going to file that away. That's great advice. I think in the holiday season, you do feel so pressured to be so busy. And that really, you know, being busy all the time really isn't a gift, at least to myself. So I'm going to file that away.
1: I prefer, I mean, I think I could live on an island without any other humans and be perfectly happy. I'm sort of a cave dweller in that sense. (laughs) I just, I, I like being alone. I like it dark and quiet, I like kind of moody, a moody vibe. And um, but yes, I, so I don't have any problems saying yes or saying no to things. But if you do, and you want to say no, then I invite you to feel that discomfort and make it look like how you want it to look. You'll be glad that you did.
0: One gift about um, divorce that relates to peace for me, and I'd love to know if if this Of course, you're just newly into this, so maybe this won't be your experience, but I love knowing how the holidays are going to kind of roll because I'm not dealing with in-laws, love and light to all of them, or an ex, love and light to him as well. And I love that. I love knowing how it's going to be, which when I was married, not always the case. So, listener, if this is your first holiday I think you might enjoy that gift of that kind of predictability. Because like you said, Megan, you you are the one deciding what the tone is going to be for this holiday. I love that. And I will
1: tag onto that and say that even though the first couple of years, like
0: I'm still not sure what this holiday
1: is going to look like in terms of scheduling because of some things that we're working out. But the time that you do have with your kids, whether or not you know exactly that what that schedule is going to be yet is still yours. You can still create that within that bubble of time. And I would invite you to protect, not protect it, but nourish it. What does that look like for you? It means collaborating with my kids, what are you up for? What do you want to do? And then figuring, you know, figuring out together as a family. It means really creating the vibe I want in my house. We like a lot of chill time. And so I'm just I'm very specific about the smells and the lighting and the clutter. And if it starts to get too cluttery, my oldest who's 13, he, he will come into the living room and say, What is happening in here? Uh, and he'll like clean <laughs> the entire
0: kitchen for me. Oh, wow. <laughs> Thanks, dude. <laughs> have him, have him uh, take a road trip to, well, no, actually, you know what? My kids are really good about helping, but that, isn't that nice? That's so nice that he does that for you. Some of my other followers on Instagram shared things like uh, just a few quotes I want to share. Someone shared, My divorce has given me my confidence back. I'm still growing, but I feel lighter. Another person shared, I'm alone, but not lonely. I can do what I want when I want. Sounds familiar. Another person had a beautiful quote. I'm going to share hers more in length. Her name is Laritha and hers was this. I left my marriage of 23 years because it wasn't working for me. It was sad, lonely, and psychologically abusive. When I read what gift did divorce give me, divorce is the answer. Divorce was the gift I gave myself. In return, divorce gave me real peace healing that would never have come living inside the walls of my marriage, healing that continues every day, hopefulness to create whatever future I dream, and mostly the power of knowing that I can. I mean, that just moves me, the power of knowing that I can. I I don't know about you, Megan, but I feel, and I'm just, thank you, Laretha, and everybody who shared uh, on my page I feel that confidence that was discussed earlier and the knowing that I can do this and the believing in possibility. Like I've, After my divorce, I felt unstoppable. I really did. Now, clearly I am stoppable. I'm, <laughs> I am human. I've been humbled since my divorce, okay? But I love that belief that I can do this. I am doing this. Can you relate to that?
1: I tell my clients this. If you can navigate this change through divorce, On the other side of it, you will trust yourself to be able to do anything. Nothing will feel as emotionally challenging and complex as this. And if you can overcome this and we can figure out a way to help you feel empowered through this process on the other side, the door will be wide open and you will be able to pursue whatever you want because you will have a level of emotional resilience that will serve you so well.
0: And what is something that you've really wanted that you've pursued after your divorce?
1: My business. I was a life coach before I got divorced. Oh, I am an attorney. I have a law degree. I practiced um, until 2010 when my oldest was born. And then I stayed home with him and had two more babies. And around 2018, I was having so much anxiety and I couldn't figure out why. And I thought, okay, I don't know what the solution here is, but... I'll know it when I see it. And I stumbled upon life coaching and it was the beginning. It was sort of the genesis of me reconnecting with myself enough to see, oh, I don't think I want to be in this relationship anymore. But until I got to that point, I I fell in love with, with coaching and I got certified and I wanted to have a business and I kept trying, like I would try so hard. And inevitably there would be something, and I know there are listeners that can relate because my clients relate to this all the time. I'd like get a little bit of traction and then there would be a crisis. And I would like be diverted over here, managing this thing and not able to focus. And I would kind of lose my momentum. I didn't care. I'd start again and I'd start again. And I, and I did that for three, almost four years. Wow. And when my divorce was final, I decided I was not gonna go practice go back to practicing law unless we were like homeless. Like that was like the worst case scenario opt. Listen, and I will, I'm thankful that's not a bad backup plan, right? Like, that's I would have been okay to go back to practicing law, but I really hated it. And I really do love the coaching process. So when my divorce was final, I just went all in on building this business I was not yet a divorce coach I didn't had no idea I was going to make that transition and through working with a coach myself I was sharing my story with her about how I got divorced one day and she stopped me in the middle of the session she was like wait but what, what? <laughs> why aren't you sharing that with people that's that just blew my mind and the next day I woke up I posted on Instagram as if I'd always been a divorce coach and I just decided that I was I was going to give it 9 months If by the end of the year I was living with my parents and it still wasn't working, (laughs) we'd reconsider. But honestly, I just knew like I was not going to quit. And I just, whatever it took, I was going to make this work because it's where my heart was. And I finally had the ability to focus and have a singular point of dedication without the distraction to my business. And it worked. And I'm just, I'm grateful every day for my past self, for all the people who follow me, for the way that it's unfolding and all the magic that I have in my life every day. I think that it was meant to be because I have a bird's eye view of so many people's stories that when something happens in my life, I'm like, okay, well, if Lindsay can do it, if Kate can do it, if Amy can do it, I can do this. And so it really is this reciprocal sort of symbiotic relationship that I have with my business and my clients that has just been such a gift.
0: I love hearing this because I think, you know, of, I was talking about that feeling of being unstoppable. And what I'm hearing from you is that you just had the bandwidth to just really put that energy in this insular place. And it's like you said, it has been magic for you. I love watching what you post and, and I just find you're your words of wisdom to be so encouraging we have very different platforms we have very different tones but it's all the same it's all living our best life it's believing in ourselves it's taking this new chapter and really running with it and making something that's ours and so hopefully the the listener right now when you're hearing this from Megan whatever is percolating for you doesn't have to be a business per se, but maybe it's the trip you've always wanted to take. Or maybe it's, I had a girlfriend who wanted to have a pink bathroom. So when she got divorced, she made her bathroom pink. I mean, just these things that you can now have and focus on. I just, I love the freedom for that. I love the freedom that divorce allows for all these dreams to start really blossoming and and happening and not just being A dream but actually be being your life your real life so that's so inspiring Megan I have another fun share this is from Brad and we're gonna play it it's actually a a voice note here
2: the gift of my divorce was peace
1: for over a decade I felt like I walked on eggshells so if you've ever seen
2: uh, those dogs that walk on grass for the first time that's what it was like and it was oddly uncomfortable and now I wouldn't trade it for anything
0: the theme of peace again but I love that visual I remember I was told by a friend he said you know Sadie it's like you're a new fawn that's just learning how to walk and then you start running down the field like just you get that confidence and you just take off so I love how relatable that is you know for me with my divorce (laughs) I have to say One of the gifts that I experienced, and I talk about this very openly on my podcast and on social media, is the gift of a sexual awakening. Oh, my God, Megan. I'm just going to say, if that hasn't happened for you, I hope it does. Because it has been so fun just to be more comfortable in my own body and with my own sexuality. I, I was never encouraged to be comfortable that way as a girl, and my marriage really didn't encourage it either and so this last chapter of my life I have lived large <laughs> that way and I'm so grateful for that she's kissing listeners she's giving mm-hmm. me a kiss a congr- congratulatory kiss so I don't know if that's been an experience for you but I I'm so grateful and that ebbs and flows right but I'm so glad that I'm like yeah I have done that <laughs> Oh. I'll be 80 and I'll be like, yep, I did that. Good for me.
1: <laughs> I love that so much. What's funny is that just the other day I post, somebody asked me in my stories of whether or not I was dating yet, And my response was hard. No, like I'm, I can't even, I don't have the bandwidth for that yet, but I feel like in its in its own way, that is my, that's my awakening. It's like, I don't want anything to do with that right now and I don't have to. Exactly. And I'm sure that moment will come in the future. But right now, it I get to say no. And that's just as liberating as the yes.
0: And I love that you have that different point of view, because I think that's mm-hmm. good for the listener to hear that. Not everybody's journey. Everybody's journey is their own. And it's, you know, timing is everything. But I say, have a very happy holiday. Wink, wink. Go find that bad Santa. It. Go find that bad Santa girl. Or that yes. naughty elf Divorced dad. I love that. Yeah. I think also um, the gift of divorce for me has been learning this thing called boundaries and to not oh. self-abandon. I know, right? Who knew? And to not self-abandon. I, five years out, I'm still practicing that. That's, that's a definitely a new muscle that I need a lot of need to pay a lot of attention to but it's after 5 years I'm like I'm getting this. <laughs> it's taken a while. Hi. But it feels great. It feels great to not self abandon and to not just do things to please and you know to be like do I really want to do that? I don't really want to do that. I'm not going to do it. I mean that's just that's such a gift. I cannot say enough. It's so good. I love
1: it. So <laughs> I I still kind of feel like a fawn in this way, but I'm I'm building I'm I'm building the muscle up, right? And I, my invitation to everybody listening would be to pay attention to where things in your life feel misaligned and be curious about if you're just recreating old familiar patterns. If you're used to walking on eggshells, are you now walking on eggshells unnecessarily because you're just used to it? And if that's happening, do the work to stop it and set the boundary or feel how you feel or align your life and be authentic to what it is that you really want. And you will get it so much faster when you do that.
0: It won't even make sense, listener. That's how much faster it's going to get. I know I had to. (laughs) All right. I have one more share here from one of, um, again, my Instagram followers. Her name is Laura and here is her share.
2: Going through my divorce, it was a
1: challenge, but yeah, I did get a bachelor's degree. That was wonderful, that was one of my dreams. I've made wonderful new friends at work and amazing colleagues, solid family that have stood by me. I have a wonderful job. And every time I wanted to quit school, my friends that have been with me for 10 years since I've moved to Bend, Oregon, they always told me to just stick with it. And it kept
0: me solid. I love how she talks about the gift of community in that share because I think that is so important. I know for me, really one of my passions is to build more community because going through divorce is such an isolating process that once you get through it to the other side, you really need people in your life who understand what you've been through. I know you as a coach obviously track with that, but how did you find more community after divorce and what would be some guidance to someone who's just, again, newly into this new chapter, what would you encourage him or her to do? Be selective oh, that's good. with the content you consume,
1: the people that you put in your space, allow into your space, even if it's on social media, but for certain in real life, don't be afraid to let it take time. Right, We're not in a hurry. I, I just went out and built a community. I was like, I just need more people who get this from this perspective and are with me. And so that I think there are more communities popping up like you and I have and just get, I mean, ruthless about nourishing the energy that you put yourself in because it really matters.
0: I think another idea is ways that you can move your body that also connects you with people. One thing that I did after divorce is I attended boxing classes. And it was just a great way to take care of myself and to be around other people who were taking care of themselves. And even if we didn't interact outside of the classes, I always looked forward to them and seeing, oh, there's that familiar person chatting a little bit. It just always gave me a boost. But you're right. Like it, it is a process and to be patient with the process, but to be very mindful. I love that.
1: And be willing to be uncomfortable doing it. Like It might be really uncomfortable to go to a yoga class or a boxing class or a breathwork class or a writing class or whatever but do it. Be willing to feel the discomfort to follow your desire. And I promise you it's going to be so good. It doesn't make sense. Mm.
0: (laughs) We're going to end this conversation with one of your quotes that I look at often and it really gives me a boost. And it's this, how delightful to not be settling in your life. That's the gift of clarity divorce creates. And you said that at the beginning of this conversation. So how fitting that I am closing it with that same quote, because it's so true. We don't have to be settling. And that is such a powerful gift. So clarity after divorce, what do you know now that you didn't know before? That there's a big difference
1: between working really hard to want what you can get Versus working really hard to get what you want. It's not the same thing. My clients especially are very good at making the best of everything. We can take a breadcrumb and build it into a mountain. We're like, it's fine. It's enough. I I can do it. I can do the rest myself. And now you don't have to do that anymore. And what if you poured all that energy that you used to spend making the best of things and actually make things the best instead? Make it exactly what you want. Don't be ashamed of your desire. It is the roadmap that's put into you on purpose. It's the expression of you in this world that is meant to be. Don't deny it because what you have is good enough. Yes, it is. You don't have to be ungrateful to want more or different. And leaning into that, I just find opens up people's imagination and their emotional capacity and their dreamer in them. And all of a sudden things start happening like the magical relationship they wanted or admit getting admitted into a neuroscience program that was their dream or getting a publisher for a book that they that they wrote. I mean, I just have example after example after example of the universe matching somebody in their desire when you're willing to say it out loud and go after it with abandon. Mm,
0: such a gift to have this conversation with you today, Megan. You just you're such an encouraging human. Your light is so bright. I am excited Thank to you. take all of this good energy and positivity and these dreams. We all have a dream after divorce. Let's let's make our dreams come true this next year. And how can the soon. listener find you and see these creative posts and learn about <laughs> your coaching and so much more? Uh, my
1: Instagram handle is
0: Megan Norris coaching. And that will be in the show notes too. Happy holidays. Thank you so much, honey. Thanks again. Thank you. Come, laugh, and play at the Divorced and Happy Pajama Party. Comedian Sarah McPeck will perform. There will be a Best PJs contest, games, cocktails, and candy. Join me Saturday night, February 10th at 7 p.m. in my hometown, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Visit DivorcedAndHappy.net for details and to buy your tickets. But hurry, space is limited. This event is rated PR for playful, not risque. Oh that was awesome. I loved that chat. Thank you again, Megan. You are wise and wonderful and your Taylor Swift crush, I get a kick out of it. <laughs> if you if you aren't following her on social, absolutely follow her. I hope this episode inspired you. I really hope you feel even more unstoppable and excited for the gifts coming your way after divorce because there are so many. We heard from a few wonderful listeners like you today about their gifts, and now it's your turn. I want you to share with me what your gift after divorce is because I am going to be continuing this theme on social media all holiday season long and celebrating the gift of divorce, and I want to share what you have to say. So DM me, friend, and share your gift, and I hope to post it on social media in the next couple of weeks. Now, remember I said we have a couple of gifts for you. Okay, Megan's gift... Well, she has a free download for you and how you can hack your divorce brain and create the life you want. Such a perfect way to end 2023. You will find the link in the show notes, so have fun with it. And now I have a gift for one lucky listener, and that is two tickets to the February 10th Divorced and Happy Pajama Party in the Mini Apple. We're going to have so much fun. To win these two tickets, which is a $70 value, DM me. Be the first to DM me on Instagram, Facebook, or TikTok the word gift, and they will be yours. If you don't win the tickets, you are absolutely invited, and tickets are on sale. Just go to divorcedandhappy.net on the homepage, scroll all the way down, and you'll see more information. Or you can go to the show notes, and there'll be a link to the Meetup Minneapolis page. Just click the link and buy your tickets. I want to thank you again for being such a gift to me this season. I might have some happy tears here, and that's okay. I just have to tell you how much I have loved every minute with you and my awesome guests and my best buddy, Mike. I miss you already, but I will be in touch on social media at Sadie's Divorced and Happy. I'm just going to be taking a little time off to enjoy the holidays, to do a little bit less, Something that I continue to practice, not so good at it, but I'm going to practice this holiday season to do a little bit less. And in the new year, Mike and I will be sharing more about season five. Yes, we are going to do another season because this has been such a fun season. We're going to share more on social about season five in the new year. Look for that. And I'm also, because I love you so much, I'm going to replay some of my favorite holiday episodes starting next Wednesday. And then, you know, once the new year rolls in, I'm going to have a few spicier, eh, you know, naughtier replays just to start things out right in the new year. Got to balance the nice with the naughty, especially after divorce. And this leads to the final fun on today's episode. My dear Mike, the best listener I have ever known has a heartfelt holiday note just for you. Take it away, Mike.
2: listener well gee we've come to the end of season four and i just want you to know that not only am i happy for the gift of my work and friendship with sadie but i'm grateful for you and your spicy vibe did our content make you think make you laugh turn you on mm-hmm. did you discover something new about yourself? I sure hope so. My hope for you is that your stocking is fully stuffed and brings you a lot of satisfaction this holiday season. I hope you enjoy something or someone deliciously playful and that any naughty toys that you are gifted include batteries. I wish you the gift of friends, family, and no fights about politics over Christmas dinner. Between you and me, the gift that divorce gave my buddy, Sadie, besides me, of course, has to be that it allowed her to be unapologetically her bravest, most sexy self, and revealed her most creative and original potential. She's also learned that the best O's you might get might just be the ones you experience after divorce. For 2024, Sadie and I hope you take charge of your own pleasure, happiness, and well-being. There's so much to enjoy and indulge in on the other side of divorce. Focus on that and you'll make it through. Love ya, Mike. Sadie's favorite and most dependable sidekick.
0: Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode and be sure to treat yourself by subscribing to the podcast. If today's show gave you a boost, consider giving us some love with a five-star rating and an enticing review. Interact with Mike and me all season long on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and Pinterest at Sadie's Divorced and Happy. Looking for an affordable and effective way to market your services and products? Consider sponsoring the podcast. Email contact at divorcedandhappy.net to learn more about our sponsorship opportunities. Join us next Wednesday for more delicious Life After Divorce fun.